speakers. There are, there are those that can't be here today that are watching online. Um, I'm not going to begin to call names because there's too many. Um, there are some, though, that they are beginning to feel like they are under like a, a different kind of attack. They're like, I, they've said to me, I just feel like I'm under attack. I get well, and then there's something else, and then there's something else, and there's something else. So can we just pray right now, if you don't mind, can we just stand one more time as just showing in unity together in prayer. I want to pray for those that seem to be under a constant attack. Uh, and you may be here in the sanctuary and you're feeling like, there's. I just feel like I'm getting bombarded. It's like nonstop and all night shelling from the enemy, just bombs going off. So let's join together and let's renounce that and let's speak against that in the name of Jesus and let's pray for our brothers and sisters and lift them up and let's call on the name of Jesus. Do it with me. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we bind sickness. We bind infirmities, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Sickness, you cannot touch this church body. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost and we were created for your service. And Lord, we vow that we will work for you, that we will reach others. And Lord, we need health. We need the strength. We need wholeness in our bodies. In the name of Jesus, we claim by your mighty word that we are healed. We are delivered by your word, by your spoken word and your power. Just one touch is all we need. So, Lord, I ask that one touch would fall upon this crowd right now. Lord, let your glory fall upon this crowd. Those that are at home and cannot be here, Lord, fall where they are at in the name of Jesus. And let's give Jesus praise right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. You can be seated. As you're being seated, just turn around, tell somebody they look beautiful, handsome. Give them some kind of compliment. We love this church body. Thank you for being here today. I want to go ahead and just dismiss the children. Um, all of the children that are going downstairs for Sunday school, you are welcome to be dismissed at this time. Thank you to all the volunteers that help with that. A little bit of a transition time here. So if you're watching online, thank you so much for joining us online. Those that give online, we want to thank you that you give online so consistently. We have those that give to uh, Covenant Church and the ministry here uh, through the online way. You can't actually be here to drop it in an offering bucket. I don't even do that myself. I text and send electronic funds and rarely do I have cash. My mother-in-law asked me the other day if she could borrow a dollar, have a dollar. And I said, lucky you, I have $6 in my wallet right now. And uh, it's just so rare to have cash. Uh, for me, it is. I know that many of you carry several hundreds of hundreds of dollars around all the time for people like me that don't have it. We don't have it on us. All right, we have some baptisms today. Uh, praise God for more getting baptized today in the name of Jesus. Uh, just, I'm going to go through just a couple of announcements here, a few announcements. Uh, Prodigal's Home, it's, it's uh, working. There are, there's a lot of things going on, and they're kind of needing some help, kind of getting jump-started. When you walk out the door today, if you look to your left, uh, right to the left of the only door we have open right now because of the construction that's going on and all of that, uh, you'll see a little QR code that you can scan if somebody wants to give them a little shot in the arm, a little help. Say, hey, I, I just want to give to the prodigal's home and, and help you out a little bit. They would appreciate that. That is run by Matthew uh, Whitmore and Julio Torres. Their families are included with that. It's a family event. 
All right, uh, successful, very successful fundraiser um, this past Friday night. All glory to God for that. That was a bingo night. Not everybody walked out a winner with actual prizes in their hands, but I'm going to tell you who was the real winner, and that was the youth of this church and all of the children. Huge success. They are winners. Huge from... Uh, Kirk, I'm glad to see you here. It sounds like I'm a little loud. I apologize. I'm trying to keep my volume down because I don't want to blast y'all out. But um, big success uh, Friday night. They say that we raised $5,002. But actually, the number is probably going to be closer to $6,000. Praise God for that. While I'm speaking on that, I want you to know that this expansion that we're doing out here, half of this expansion is dedicated. It's it flat out, it's a fact, it is. Half of that building out there, if you go out there and look, the walls have gotten uh, uh, put up in, inside and you can walk around. Now you can walk in and you guys, some of you who are not really good at visionary type, just seeing things before it is there, now you can see where things are but if you walk in you can the back room half of the building is for the youth why because the youth are exploding in growth the adults are growing too hey we're all growing we're all growing i always say this a healthy boy has got to eat because a healthy boy is growing right go ahead brother okay Watch out for nails. Watch out for nails. He said he stepped on a nail out there. It didn't go through the shoe. Thank God. All glory to God. <laughs> but just be aware of that when you go out there and look around. We're happy for y'all to look around. Just be very careful. But I say this. Half of that building is for the youth. And I've said this before. The youth, many of them don't have jobs, high-paying jobs, jobs at all. They're just a youth just trying to scrape by and trying to make it. So there are those that are in this church body that God has blessed you abundantly. And so what I want to say is this uh, coming at the beginning of the year, I just want to give every. I'm going to start speaking about this, the beginning of the year. Some of you may want to do it before the beginning of the year so that you can turn that into Mr. CPA. But, and it can benefit you, obviously, but that's not why. We don't give to God for our benefit. If you give, and what I want to do is this beginning of this year, my, our goal, I believe God wants us to pay for that entire expansion out there, cash money completely paid off, and I believe God's going to make a way that we do not have, listen, we do not, Covenant Church, we are not right now tied to a bank to do this. We are not tied to the government to do this. We did not put in for a grant to help the children to do this. And I know that God makes a way where there is no way. And the goal that God has set before us is to pay for that in cash. And I'm telling you, first of the year, be thinking about it. I've already, I'm not going to give the number I have given myself, but it has, my wife and I have sacrificially given multiple, multiple times. I don't say that to do this at all. I want to say that to let you know I don't ever, ever ask of anyone to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. God has blessed me with a great career as a firefighter and a job, and I thank God for funds. And I, I, I just thank God for funds. Thank God for funds and just send it out. Send it out. Give me what I'm, I've got what I need, and I don't have to get all of my wants. 
And so beginning in the first of the year, January 1st, our first service that hits the beginning of the year, we're going to have a sacrificial offering, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I want everyone to be thinking about a sacrificial gift. That's above tithes and offerings, and that's something where you say, I'm going to bless these children. I'm going to bless this community, and what you give is going to be years and years past you, past me, if the Lord tarries and chooses not to come back in the rapture, then what we give now will help the next generation. We're going to move forward more and more and more for the glory of God. Amen. Where you're sitting right now, somebody else made a sacrificial gift and an offering years ago, back in the 80s, back in the 70s. And where you're sitting right now, we are enjoying the fruits and the benefits of those that sacrificially gave, and we're grateful for that. They can't, many are not here right now, but I want to do this right now and say thank you. Because there are family members of those that are here right now, second, third, fourth generation, and it's very, very much appreciated, and we don't ever need to forget where we came from and the sacrifice that was made for us now now we sacrifice for those in the future, and those in the future will sacrifice, and it will do nothing but grow. Amen? Can I get an amen? amen? I know that's tough to hear sometimes. You're like, oh, here we go. First time to Covenant Church. I've never been here before. Boom, he's talking about money. Ask somebody, go out in the foyer after church and ask them. Just tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, how often does he do that? Never. <laughs> it, I, I hate doing it. But I'm telling you what, you, do not, you don't want to miss out on a blessing. Okay, what was yesterday, everybody? Veterans Day. If you are a veteran in the house, you served in the military in any way, form, or fashion. Men, women, please stand at this time, please. We want to give you a nice, warm round of applause. You made a huge sacrifice for our country. Now, let's give them the applause that they deserve for real right now. Come on. Very much appreciated. There's a young man that's here. I don't, is, is LaKendrick in the house? Don't stand up yet. LaKendrick is a boxer. LaKendrick, he's not a mean man, but he boxes. and that, That's his sport that he's involved in. And uh, we've got others here that are in mixed martial arts, Tommy Wood, not a, not a mean guy, but don't mess with him. But don't mess with him because he's got skills. He's got skills. LaKendrick, before he stands, uh, we see him at, at Raw Iron Gym here in Rusk, and my boys see him. He works so, so hard, and he's had fights and, and, and bouts. We'll call them bouts because he's like, you know, really, hey, man. He I can see LaKendrick saying this to the opponent. Hey, man, Lord bless you. I love you. The Lord loves you, but I, I'm going to try to knock you out. <laughs> and, the, and in the name of Jesus, I pray that I don't knock you out too hard. Well, a Kendrick had a fight on Veterans Day, and I, this is why I wanted to bring it up. Not the fact that he knocked the guy out, TKO, but the fact of why he was doing it. He said, my granddad was in the Army. 
He said, my, my stepsister, there's all kind of family members that he knew that was in the military. And he said, I just felt so much like I wanted to do it for them. And he went into the ring saying, I am doing this for you. And, he, and that was what his motivation. Look, Kendrick, just stand and wave at everybody so they can see who you are. Thank you so much. I was so proud of him for why he said it. He said, all glory to God. God gets all the glory. I'm super excited for the win. I'm glad for the knockout. I don't think he's ever had a knockout. It was his first knockout. And he was shaking my hand. And I said, hey, I'm scared of that hand now. And he said, well, it actually wasn't that hand. He was actually both hands. So it sounds like he did a little combination. I don't know what he did. But uh, if you ever want to have some good entertainment, find out when his next bout is and go support him. He's such a great young man. Great young man. We're, we're proud to have LaKendrick here with this body, and we're proud that you are here today. If it's your first time here today and you've never met anyone here, immediately to my right there's a room that we, uh, we like to meet people and just kind of get to know you a little bit better, tell you our, our next steps, things that's next at Covenant Church. Get involved in the Pillars class. It's a four-class It's a uh, four class session, four-session class. I'm saying that wrong. Uh, anyway... Four classes, and you can get the, the, the base of the Bible, not of this church. It is what we base our beliefs on here at the church, but those four classes, you'll learn why we believe, what we believe, and it's all right here. This is where it is. The class is right here. It's okay. It's okay. No big deal at all. We love our children, amen? We do. We love them. It's great that we have young children here in our church. My wife did that one time when she was about that age. I'm not going to tell you what she said in front of the whole church, but it was embarrassing. And uh, because the preacher said, what, what is Papa's baby? What, what, what are you doing? And she told him what she was doing. And uh, it was embarrassing for the whole family and for her. She wasn't embarrassed. She's like, I don't care. I'll just say what I want to say because I'm three or four years old. So uh, it's okay. It's okay. I want to pray right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, this, this next part's very important, Lord. And we want you to know that we honor you. We honor your word. We honor your presence. And Lord, we want to hear from you today. Lord, I pray that you help me as I speak your word, the message that you gave me. Very grateful that you speak to me and through me. Lord, I, I, I'll do this all for your glory. I pray that this word that is spoken today will will touch somebody deep in their heart, in their soul. It will cause them to want to make a change, to change from their ways, to let them realize that there is hope. There is hope for a future. There's hope for, for wholeness in their family and deliverance from sin. And it's real. It's not a fake. And Lord, we praise you today. You are holy. You are awesome and righteous. We give you all glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you will, turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Samuel. Chapter 5. I want to read verses 22 through 24. If you want to know the whole preface before this and what happened before this, go back and read it. I'm picking up in the middle of a story. And I'm going to touch on this 
Then I'm going to touch here in a second on a completely different story. But we're going to walk away today and you are going to be motivated to get up off the backside of your lap. Let that sink in for a minute. Here's your lap. The backside of your lap and we are going to work for God. Amen? Let's read this. Once more the Philistines came up and spread out in the valley of Rephahim. So David inquired of the Lord and he answered, Do not go straight up, but circle around behind them and attack them in front of the balsam trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the treetops of the balsam trees, move quickly. Move quickly. Everybody say, as soon as you hear. Move quickly. By listening to God's voice, David's e David easily defeated the Philistine army. He did this because he listened to the voice of God. And when God said, when you hear, you move. And you do as I say and follow my instruction. Covenant Church is a church on the move. And we move when God moves. And when God moves in, we move. And when God moves in, we don't walk out. And when the Spirit of God says, do this, we do this. And everything that we do by prayer and fasting and seeking and reading and lining it up with His Word, with His Word, be careful that we are never, ever, ever doing what we want to do or coming to God with our plan and saying, like this, God, I was thinking maybe uh, next week, I got plans next week, Lord, and I, but I know I'm, I'm a Christian. I love you, Lord, and I, I want to pray about those plans right now. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this, 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 and this will happen in that order. Please, Lord, I need that to happen. And this amount and that amount and, and that thing and that thing. Now, let's just see if I can find the right scripture in here, if I can let that line up. And let me take it out of context and let me flip it and twist it and turn it. And let's just do whatever we can to make this fit me. Be careful that we never do that. So we go to God, yes, sometimes we do have needs and we do have wants, but make sure that what you are asking for and what is told to you and received by you from others too that want to minister to you, sometimes ministering, be careful that somebody's not ministering to you but also just talking from their head. Okay, make sure it lines up with the Word of, with the word of God. So David did this. He, inquired, he didn't inquire of someone at work. Did you see that? He didn't inquire of his wife or his, he inquired of the Lord and he asked God. Now, there were times when God said, no, not at this time. Do not move. Do not attack. Small point being made there that sometimes it's not a yes. And it does not say that David argued with the Lord because if he would have argued with the Lord and said, let me just tell you something, God. Have you seen how bad of a fighter that I am? Look, Kendrick, if the Lord ever speaks to you in a real firm voice, maybe you dream it one night and he says, do not fight that man. Don't come back at God and say, God, I had a TKO last weekend. Look at me. I train every single day. Look, I bob, I weave, I fake the left, I throw the right. He might be just speaking to you. I'm just saying. So let me just tell you this. 
Be careful that yes is yes and no is received as no and it's okay. Amen? Just wanted to touch on that just for a second. But Covenant Church is a church on the move. It is go time, church. It is go time and you are in the right place. If you came to a church, if you tried to join up with a church body that's going to be nice and quiet and we're going to kick back in, in our lazy boy recliners and not really do much and soak in the air conditioning in the cold, we're going to soak in the heat and get cuddled up by the fire and just relax. And thank God for everyone that sacrificed for us all those years before so that we can just, just be comfortable in this nice place called Covenant Church and we can just... Enjoy all of the work and the practices and the volunteering. And this is just so nice. Let me just be comfortable by the fireside, if you will. No. We're going to get out in the cold with our splitting mall. And we're going to work and we're going to bring in those that need to be burned up by the fire of God. All right? We're going to go out and we're going to go out in the highways and the byways and we're going to work. You don't get to cuddle up by the fire. God said, I saved you, I healed you, I delivered you, and now I need you to go out there in the cold, in the rain, out there where somebody is miserable because they're out there in that weather. They're out there in that situation. They're out there in that turmoil and they are miserable. It would be easy for us to say, our four and no more, we're good. I don't even want to go out there anymore. I don't want to be around that sin. I don't want to talk to my friend because he's going to use some foul language. I don't want to talk to my friend because I'm going to see some track marks on his arms. I don't even want to be around that mess anymore. No, he saved you and raised you. You were tore up from the floor up, said it, do it again. And we're going to go out there and we're going to reach them and save them and bring them in. You can't save them, but you can take them to the Savior. Isaiah 9, 7 says this, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. It didn't end with you, and it's not going to end with the ones that you bring in. He's here to save that which is lost. And until he comes back, guess what? It's every single day. Every day, somebody needs Jesus. So if you've ever caught yourself feeling like this, I'm tired of inviting people to church. I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of sharing my testimony. That's okay. Just pray to God. Just say, God, just, just let me just fall back into all this because I'm tired of sharing this success story. No, we say for even more, God, I want more successes, more glories, more victories, more mountaintop experiences that I will then share. So if you found yourself in that state of mind where I just get tired of telling the same old testimony. I get tired of telling the same old story. He saved me. Oh, yeah, I was tore up from the floor up. I'll just use that one-liner my pastor uses all the time. And, uh, hey, I was tore up from the floor up here. There's a card for our church. Here you go. God, God saved my marriage. You're about the 500th person I've told that to. Here, just scan. We got a good, hey, they got good coffee. Yeah, man, I'm not going to tear that card up. But I, if I was getting that card from you, I would go, tss, tss, tss. man, you're not even motivated. Nobody wants to listen to that. So then I would say this, pray that God would give you a new testimony, a new mountaintop experience. And I'm telling you, he wants to raise you to new levels. He wants to raise you up and up and up. And he wants to give you the testimony of this. 
wow, I'm about to hand you this card. Or wow, I'm about to tell you something and I'm so pumped up and I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. But man, I'm so fired up for God. I'm so fired up for God. And I'm, I'm, hey, I'm going to tell you though. I'm going to tell you. Man, I'm fired up. Man, you just don't know. God is so good. Woo! God is so good. And it's going to get to the point to where the other person says, would you just tell me what happened? Tell me already. You're so excited, but you won't tell me. If I could have known that God was going to lead me in this direction, it's not in these notes, I would have pulled up a clip of something that I know very well because my wife and I, you've heard me say this, we'd like to watch those old Andy Griffiths. And I just thought of one just now where Barney pulls up. He's in the cop car and he's like, Andy, something big just happened. Something big. And he's like, well, what is it? What is it? I don't know. But I'll or he says, I'll tell you this, it's big. And well, what is it? You're not going to believe it. It's big. Man, it's big. Well, what is it? Oh, Andy, it's big. Man, it's big. He says it. I, we watched it one day, and I think he says it about seven or eight times. And he, he's like, just tell me what is so big. Just tell that person what is so big. And I, if you don't have it, say, Lord, give it to me. Where I'm walking around town. I'm at work. I'm going to the family reunion. And I'm like, it's big. It's big. Man, I'm telling you. Woo! It's big. It is so, what is it? They're going to be in such anticipation that they're going to receive it with open arms. And our prayer is that it, God is big for everyone that we meet. He's a big God. Amen? Amen. We are stewards of his kingdom and we are a growing church body. Romans 10, 15 says this, and how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Tell someone right now, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, all right. When I read this scripture, I begin to think about the word sent. This is an older generation in here that I'm speaking to right now. How many of you are over 60? Keep your hand up. You're over 50. Now raise your hand. You're over 50. Keep your hands up. You're over 40. You're over 30. You're over 28. 27. 25. All right. Younger than that, the 25-year-olds and younger probably know what I'm about to talk about. The older generation, probably 30, 35 and older, as I talk about this, you'd be like, never heard it. Sounds dumb. There is something that is talked about in the younger generation. And this is, I first heard of this when we were on the ski slopes in New Mexico. And I hear my oldest son, Bryce, yell, or it was Jaron, one of them yelled to the other at the top of a very steep slope. I know y'all may think I'm crazy, but at 47 years old, when we go, I still ski very, very fast. We had an app that we downloaded on our phone. I got up to around 40. 50, I'm sorry, 50 miles an hour. I ski fast, folks. Listen, I want to just tell you about the title of this sermon real quick. Can y'all put that up there for me? 
ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. When I show up to the mountains in Angel Fire, New Mexico, and I'm getting my ski 